All right, everybody, God bless you. We are in the last chapter of the gospel according to John. Ah, man, it's been a long time coming. I actually don't know what I want to read after this. Um, I'm not sure yet. There's some other books. We could continue with the gospels. There's two, two more gospels that we could read. The gospel according to Luke and the gospel according to Mark. Um, I also, it's on my heart to go through, through the Proverbs. You guys aren't familiar with the with the Proverbs. Those are wisdom books written predominantly by Solomon, King Solomon. Um, it's a lot of just little, little one or two liners that are just full of wisdom, extremely profound. I know that one Bible scholar, one pastor was quoted saying, if he could only, if he was on a stranded on a desert island and, and he could only have one book from the Bible, he would say, he said it would be the Proverbs. That's not necessarily my opinion, but it's a bold statement nevertheless, worth noting. So I'm thinking about doing the Proverbs, um, but I also want to get into some just straight up uh, Bible teachings, some straight up, yeah, some Bible studies. So I might do that after this and just, you know, really get straight to the point, get to the nitty gritty, really expound on the scriptures. We expound a little bit here, just some commentary here and there, uh, really whatever comes to my heart, whatever comes to my mind. But um, I don't know. Feel free to reach out to me and let me know what you would like to hear more of. Maybe I'll just continue reading in the Gospels. Maybe we'll start with the Bible from the beginning. Read from Genesis all the way straight through to Revelation. We'll do this for the rest of our lives. Um, either way, let me know what you think. But we're going to finish the Gospel according to John today. We are in chapter 21. It's been a long time coming. If you're interested at all, I'm, in the, I'm using the Neumann TLM 103. I used it back early on when we were reading uh, the gospel according to Matthew. So, chapter 21, the last chapter, we're still in the ERV, the easy to read version. The caption reads, Jesus appears to seven followers. Seven in the Bible is the number of perfection and or the number of completion. Verse 1, later, Jesus appeared again to his followers by Lake Galilee. This is how it happened. Some of the followers were together, Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the two sons of Zebedee, and two other followers. The sons of Zebedee are, are um, James and John, and two other followers. Simon Peter said, I'm going out to fish. The other followers said, We will go with you. So all of them went out and got into the boat. They fished that night, but caught nothing. Early the next morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the followers did not know it was Jesus. Then he said to them, Friends, have you caught any fish? They answered, No. He said, Throw your net, in, throw your net into the water, on the right side of your boat, 
You will find some fish there. So they did this. They caught so many fish that they could not pull the net back into the boat. Verse 7, the follower that Jesus loved very much said to Peter, remember that's John, the writer of this book, the follower that Jesus loved very much. He said to Peter, that man is the Lord. When Peter heard him say it, when, when Peter heard him say it was the Lord, he wrapped his coat around himself. He had taken this, he had taken his clothes off to work. Then he jumped into the water. The other followers went to the shore in the boat. They pulled the net full of fish. They were not very far from shore, only about a hundred yards. There's a caption above yards. It reads literally 200 cubits. Verse 9, when they stepped out of the boat and onto the shore, they saw a fire of hot coals. There were fish on the fire and some bread there too. Then Jesus said, bring some of the fish that you caught. Simon Peter got into the boat and pulled the net to the shore. It was full of big fish, 153 of them. But even with that many fish, the net did not tear. Jesus said to them, come and eat. None of the followers would ask him, who are you? They knew he was the Lord. Verse 13, Jesus walked over to get the bread and gave it to them. He also gave them the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his followers after he was raised from the death. After he was raised from death. Next caption reads, Jesus talks to Peter. Verse 15, when they finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these other men love me? Peter answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Then Jesus said to him, Take care of my lambs. There's a bubble above that. That bubble reads, Jesus uses this word and the word sheep in verses 16 and 17 to mean his followers, as in John, as in John chapter 10. So take so he says, take care of my lambs, aka take care of my followers. Verse 16. Again Jesus said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Then Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. Again, take care of my followers. And a third time, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was sad because Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Again, another testimony that Jesus knows everything. His omniscience. Jesus said to him, take care of my sheep. He says it a third time, take care of my sheep. And he continues to say, the truth is when you were young, you tied your own belt and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will put out your hands and someone else will tie your belt. They will lead you where you don't want to go. They will lead you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to show how Peter would die to give glory to God. Then he said to Peter, Follow me. Peter turned and saw the follower Jesus loved very much 
walking behind them. This was the follower who had leaned against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who is it that will hand you over? So again, this is John. Verse 21, when Peter saw him behind them, he asked Jesus, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, Maybe I want him to live until I come. That should not matter to you. You follow me. So a story spread among the followers of Jesus. They were saying that this follower would not die. But Jesus did not say he would not die. He only said, Maybe I want him to live until I come. That that should not matter to you. That follower is the one who is telling these things. So here is John um, just open, basically openly saying, I'm, I'm the one I've been referring to. Um, I'm the one, when, when he says the disciple that Jesus loved very much, when he says the disciple that was running to see the tomb, the empty tomb, and beat Peter, um, when he says the disciple that leaned up against Jesus' chest and asked him who was going to betray him at the Last Supper, all this was John, the author of this book, and he's saying it right now. He's, de- he's declaring this right now. So he says in verse 24, that follower is the one who is telling these things. He is the one who has now written them all down. We know that what he says is true. There are many other things that Jesus did. If every one of them were written down, I think the whole world would not be big enough for all the books that would be written. Wow. And that's how it ends. I'm going to say that line one more time. The very last line of the Gospel of John, chapter 21. There are many other things that Jesus did. Mind you, what, what type of miracles did we see in this book? Turned water into wine. Gave the blind man his sight. I believe we saw him in this book that he fed the 5,000 with, uh, with five loaves and two fish. Um, what other miracles did he do? I can't remember from this book. I believe there are seven of them. I'm slacking, I know. But either way, John is saying that if every one of the things that Jesus did were written down, I think the whole world would not be big enough for all the books that would be written. Bam, and that's how he ends it. So just think about it. Everywhere Jesus went, there was multitudes of people flocking towards him. And many times throughout the Gospels, I don't remember if it was this one or Matthew or whatever. Many times it says, and he and he had compassion for the people and he healed them all. He healed them all. He healed them all. And as many as would come to him, he received them and, and healed them. So you can just imagine all the things that he was doing, all the miracle. He, in one gospel, he healed, he healed a woman who had a disease of blood for 12 years. Um, healing the blind, making the lame walk, raising the dead. That was another one from this book when he brought Lazarus, Lazarus back to life. Um, so just imagine all the miracles. He, he cleansed the guy of leprosy, which is, was, was an, an incurable disease. Um, 
and obviously many, 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 many other things Jesus did that were not written down in these books. So God is real. And if you think about it, to this day, Jesus is still healing people. So if 2,000 years ago, there weren't enough space in the world to contain the books worth of miracles that, that Jesus did, you know, imagine all the miracles he's done since then. A lot of people think miracles stopped during Bible times, but healings are still occurring. All right. Miracles are still happening. And it's very real because Jesus is the same yesterday, back then, today, and forever. So, all glory to God. This has been, um, this has been special. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as well. I don't do well with I don't do well with goodbyes, <laughs> but we got to bring this book to closure, and we got to move on to the next piece. It's been a joy reading this. Um, let me know Let me know what you guys think about it. Reach out to me. I appreciate you guys who have been faithful with this. I thank God that I've been able to be faithful with it. And, um, you know, let me know your thoughts. Let's engage and look forward to whatever comes next. I'm sure whatever it is, it'll, it'll be a blessing. So let's keep that in prayer. Um, speaking of which, let's pray right now. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now just super grateful. Um, you've given us your peace, your peace you've left us. Not as the world gives, do you give, Lord. Um, you say, let, let not our hearts be troubled. Um, and because you live, we live, Lord. I thank you for your goodness, your mercy that endures forever. I thank you for your guidance and the gift of the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the helper that has come alongside us to help us during this journey, Lord. You are sitting seated at the right hand of the throne of God and you are interceding on our behalf. You're praying for us, Lord. I thank you for your prayers, but you've also given us the Holy Spirit of God to walk with us. Lord, help us never to forget that you are with us, Emmanuel, God with us. For when we are weak, you are strong and our power is made your power is made perfect in our weakness. May we rely on your strength, Lord. Let the weak say, I am strong. Nothing is too hard for you, God. With you, nothing's, nothing's impossible. We believe in you, Lord. We love you. All the people who are listening, Lord. No more games. No more doubting. No more in-between. No more on the fence. Let's make it real today. I pray that somebody right now, under the sound of my voice, surrenders everything to you face down on the ground, tears flowing, just true repentance. May they give their whole lives to you. Change people's hearts, Lord. Your word can do that. Let us continue to seek you daily. And God, I ask that you place on my heart whatever it is that you need from me or that you would like for me to uh, read next. Encourage the people, bless the people. I thank you, Lord. I love you. I honor you. And I give you all the praise and the glory because you're worth it. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless y'all. I love you. Enjoy the rest of your day. And be on the lookout for whatever we're going to read next. All right?